What would life look like if our good intentions were inspired enough, empowered enough, and challenged enough so that all those dreams became real, tangible good in the world? On Practice Good Podcast, you will find authentic stories, challenging conversations, and real responses that will inspire, empower, and challenge your social impact journey. But this isn't all. Good business and good programs and good social enterprise are only as good as the health of their leader. And on this podcast, we will pay special attention, not only to the good that we give to the world, but to the good that we live within ourselves, our soul care. Welcome to Practice Good, a podcast for change makers. I'm your host, Shiloh Kashima, practitioner of good, pastor, and mom of two spicy Nigerian littles. Get ready as we turn your good intentions into positive change. Welcome back to episode three of season two with Practice Good. I am Shiloh and we are recording straight from Abuja, Nigeria, and I am so excited to introduce to you guys someone today that is so special to me and someone that I've worked with here, been on mission with here, and um, and she has honored us with her presence. This is Peace Ebong, and uh, she is the founder of the Woman Initiative, uh, which is an NGO here in Nigeria doing incredible things to empower young women. Peace, Ebong, welcome. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you. And I know all of our audience is excited to meet you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the Women Initiative. My name is Peace Ebong. I am a full-fledged Nigerian. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I am a girl child advocate and also the founder of The Woman Initiative. The Woman Initiative is um, a non-governmental organization that is um, based in Nigeria and is focused on supporting and developing the girl, child and women as a whole. Um, it's been an amazing journey for me because I, I feel very happy seeing young girls and women being um, supported, being empowered and being enlightened to become the best version of themselves. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the programs that you do or what types of projects you have done through the Women Initiative. Okay, we've done quite a number of projects. And um, the first project we did was a competition for students in the university. You know, it started like a joke. I, I didn't I didn't see an NGO from it. I just I just wanted girls to come around, girls in high um in higher institutions to come around and compete. And so we had 35 um young ladies from all over Nigeria. Wow. It was a virtual competition and there was a prize for the winners and um some other um benefit attached to it. So from that competition when I saw the turnout like people turn out like they want to compete the road essay wow. they invited people to come vote for them. So after that I told myself I think you need to do something. These girls are willing to um to learn. They're willing to um go higher, you know. So I now came up with the NGO um last year September. Yes, it was in September I fully unveiled the woman initiative and for the project we've done so far we've done um, a competition for young ladies across the um, nation we've done um, school reach out we've okay. reached out to girls in secondary schools and when we when we reach out to girls I my team and I we 
talk to girls about staying in school and believing in education. We supported them with textbooks for free. Wow. We donated sanitary parts. We donated books on how to check the emotions, you know, emotion check and the rest. So um, we also had a project in March where we stormed the street to support girls that are hawking, uh. girls that um from a poor background, uh-huh. vulnerable girls, girls that can't afford sanitary parts. You see them selling, looking very tattered. So we had to leave the girls in school because most of them in school, the parent, their parents can afford sanitary parts. But the ones on the streets selling and um, not going to school, because it was a school day. Right. Yeah, it was a school day. But you see girls, young girls on the streets hugging pure water, hugging yeah. snacks, you know, they're not in school. Right. So we went to them supported them with sanitary pad and then talked to them about menstrual hygiene. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them use uses rag and when they use this rag they can't maintain rags. You know, washing, ironing, sorry, sun drying and then ironing it. They'll just wash and then hide it because they're ashamed to use rag. You right. understand? So they can't they can't expose it to the public. And so it causes infection, uh-huh. it causes um ish, um challenges, uh-huh. vaginal discharges and the rest. So um I, I took it upon myself. We we got parts, sanitary parts, like in hundreds. Wow. Took it to the streets and then distributed. You could see the joy in their heart. They were they were happy. Like I remember meeting one. I said, "Do you know this?" She was shy about it. You know, I I I, I want to believe she 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 knows it, but she doesn't know how to use it. Sure. So we were showing them in the streets how to use it wow. and how to use it. Twice or thrice a day, wow. so you don't wear one part from morning till night, right. and you don't rewash it. Um, that's because growing up, I was using rag. Wow! And then um, the first time I used a sanitary pad, I stole it. Wow! Yes, I stole the sanitary pad for from my aunt that was staying with us, and so when I stole that pad, I was so excited of it. like <laughs> this is part wow. And so I used the pad after using it. I used it like from morning till night. Yes. And you know what happened? I washed the pad. I was thinking that when I uh, wash it, I will reuse it. Yes. So when I put it inside water to wash, it was tearing apart. I was yes. like, what? So you, you can't wash this. And oh God, ah. I, I, I was washing my blood. Yeah. Thinking I would sun dry the pad and wow. then reuse it again. Unfortunately, it wasn't like that. And so wow. I had to throw it away and continue my, my pad. Sorry, my rag. Wow. So I, I, I had to, growing up, I had to tell myself, okay, if you have this, you're going to share it to the girls. And wow. so I told them, you can't wash it because I've tried it before. I've tried washing part and it did not work. So you can't wash sanitary parts. So when you use it, you don't use once a day, you use like thrice a yeah. day. So I talked to them on the street and I felt very happy doing it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You talk about not only providing sanitary pads for girls um, because they have to rewash, you mm-hmm. know, rags and often it causes different yeah. types of infections. infections. Um, how does this affect girls and does it affect girls and girl child education being able to, I mean, does this inhibit girls from going to school? Is there, is there something connected to both of these stories? Uh, yes. If a girl cannot afford sanitary parts to, 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 to use, yeah. she wouldn't go to school. Wow. During that period, because she would like to stay at home and use her rag. Because I remember when I was using rags, it, it, it shifts. You know, yeah. it's like a, a pieces of cloth. Right. So when you fix it in your panties and you're walking, it's shifting. Yeah. And so when it's shifting and you sit down, 
the drop of the, the, the menses stains your panties and then stains your skin. Wow. I remember being in church one day. I sat down and uh, I was using rag. Yeah. So when I stood up, my, my dress was stained. Wow. So they told me, sit down, sit down, sit down. How to? I was, I was so shy. I, was, I felt so embarrassed. Yeah. So I woke up, went to the house. I, I cleaned up, you know. And I remember going to the market one day with the, the, the rag. And as I was going, it was shifting as if it wanted to fall off. Mm-hmm. Had to look for a corner. Remove the the, the 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 rag and threw it away. Wow! <laughs> you know, and I came back home without anything under. Wow! You know, so it prevents them because when they go to school with um rag, the rag might shift. Right. When it shifts, they get stained, and when they get stained, they feel embarrassed. Right. So it, it, whenever they are seeing their period, they prefer to stay at home right. than to go to school wow. because of the embarrassment that is attached to them using rag. Wow. Yes. So is this when girls, uh, you know, miss that amount of school? I mean, once a month, they're missing school from anywhere from three to seven days yes. of school. What does this do to a girl child's education? It affects the girl child education because number one when you stay at home for three to four days and some of them see their missus for one week yeah so they will just stay out of school and when they come back they'll be trying to meet up trying to copy notes trying yeah. to and when the exams comes the guy will be doing um, better. better yes the boy child will be going ahead ahead and uh-huh. she will be trying to st- remember or, or read up because when you're, in, you're not in class yeah when they're teaching reading to understand is very difficult right so it affects their education yeah. because coming back from the house and it's not about the, the rag alone, the cramps involved. Yeah. The cramps alone, the, the, it affects their psychology. And so when uh-huh. they come, they'll try to get well from the cramps and everything and then struggling to read up from the days they did not attend. Right. Copying notes and the rest. And the guys, the boy child is ahead, is going. Yeah. So I think that's um, basically the issue wow. um, girls are facing in is there, are there solutions uh, for the girl child and just even the cramps or like, I'm, I mean, in America, we have medication, we take Tylenol, we, mm. you know, we put hot packs or ice packs, we, you know, there's all different kinds of things. Like, are there solutions here for, for, uh, you know, the pain of cramping? And you said it affects the psychological yeah. well-being of a girl child trying to do her education and keep up and reading while still dealing with something that the boy child doesn't have to deal with. Uh, um, yes, because um, sometimes they'll be asked to take Velvine uh-huh. and some other paracetamol and some other drugs. Uh-huh. But um, those are, those drugs have side effects. Uh-huh. When Once you continue using a particular drugs to prevent some pain, the, the pain... Your body will get used to the drugs. Uh-huh. And sometimes when you take it, it's not even um, respond. Your body will not respond because the drugs is... Right. Yeah. The body is used to the drugs already. Uh-huh. And so um, what I do, like um, I wrote a very short ebook for how to tackle menstrual cramps wow. um, naturally. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I told girls... There are a lot of ways you can tackle menstrual cramps, apart from the, the medis, medication. Yeah. yeah. You can as well avoid cold water. Uh-huh. You can as well do exercise. Uh-huh. You can as well um, take... Um, that There's this substance, I think something like um, maybe lime or something. Uh-huh. It, 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 will, it, will, it will help you to... It will relax your uh, yeah the, the abdomen the cramping yes, okay so th- th- that period of time you don't just fold yourself in the room and sure. say uh-huh. 
like I, I had a friend. She her, her crown is devilish. Ah, uh, yes. Let me use that word because every month where she work, they give her um free days. Uh-huh. They just know this week is for her cramps, so mm. you can just go home. Yeah. Once she's having cramps, everything about her is down. Yeah, she, she can't, can't even walk. She can't function. Yeah. yeah, she can't function. I remember cooking for her that period of time yeah. when she's down with cramps. So I, I, I do, and she's been taking medication, and it's not working because the body's used to the medication already. Wow. So I now do that. Okay, I think warm water is good. Exercise is good. Uh-huh. So girls and going to doing exercise uh-huh. instead of just folding yourself. Yeah. You know, one time when you're sick and you fold cover wrapper, <laughs> yes. the sickness increases. Yes. When you stand up and start moving, it yeah, reduces. Yeah, it fights your yeah, yes. the sickness. Yeah, yeah. exercise uh-huh. and then um, warm water. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. put warm water in a bottle. Let me mm-hmm. use the local way. Yeah. In a bottle and then place on your abdomen, the yes. lower abdomen. Yeah. You know, those are the ways they can... And then if they have part, sanitary part, mm-hmm. you know, some of the sanitary part, they have this um, element or something that absorbs, that reduces cramps. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, if they have sanitary parts like that, it can help them reduce the pains of uh-huh. scra- um, cramps and the rest. I understand. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So what made you passionate about this? Like it, you mentioned that you grew up using rags yeah. and um, how did you, like, what made you really decide, like, because there's a lot of people that have problems in the world, right? We we all have problems and we all have, there's obstacles. But what made you transition from being somebody who had obstacles to being someone who said, I want to help others with those same obstacles? How did you get there? Okay, because I, I believe in a life of impact. Yeah. All right. Someone said, if the world throws stone at you, use the stone to build an empire. Ah. Okay, so I, I, my experience, I do not want any other girl around me or in Nigeria to experience such. I don't want any girl to wash a part yeah. thinking she will use it again. All sure. right. <laughs> so I, 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 and when I see girls suffering and then having issues, like, you know, I'm passing and then a girl is being stained, yeah. like a part would do. Yeah. Okay, so how much is pad? Yeah. If you're buying the sanitary pad, pad in a bag, uh-huh. it's about 300, 350. Uh-huh. And I have more than 300 in my account. Yeah. I have more than 1,000 in my account. Uh-huh. So I can help a girl child. Uh-huh. And so during um any outreach there's no outreach I would do without carrying sanitary pad. Yeah. Even if I want to preach. Wow. They're going out to preach. I should carry a bag of sanitary pads. Wow. So if you want to touch a life, it's not about just saying it. Mm. Don't wear one sanitary pad a day. Have you provided? Yeah. So that's why I, um, the passion came, support the girl since wow. you were able to make it. Right. Help others too. Yeah. So that wow. was what happened. Yes. So you talked about like a program or a competition that you started with university girls where they did essays and there was kind of a prize attached. What was that competition? Tell us a little bit more about it. What What were they doing and what were oh. they competing for? Okay. Um, I wanted girls to be more. Uh huh. When I see girls being beaten by men, when uh-huh. I see girls being used by guys, it pains my heart. You know, and my experiences too, where I don't know my, my dad, you know, mm. meeting my mom, pregnancy, my mom. And then he was, I heard he was showing up when I was a baby, like one month, mm. two months. And then he stopped showing up. We don't know where he is. Wow. And the name I'm bearing is my grandfather's name because wow. I can't, I think they don't know his name. Like, uh-huh. you know, so when I, when I, I, I felt if you're not dead, you're supposed to look for me. Mm. Okay. So that alone made me to 
guys, you know, it, it has a way of um, reconstructing our mentality. Right. So it affected me that when I see guys doing any how to a girl, I, I feel like squeezing that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like squeezing him or cutting his throat. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. You know, so I, I wanted girls to be more. I wanted those girls in school. And because I've been a leader from um from school yeah i i i was leading um about 200 something young girls in wow. my school for two years i was a sister leader i was appointed so i see them coming up with issues a guy did this to me a guy do, did that to me and i was like what is this like how would you allow a guy to do this because when i look at myself I'm like am i not a girl too like mm. why are they not doing it to me because they can't even do it mm-hmm. you know they were saying i was proud in school because i did not give them that that um leverage to come yes. to me or to even think of breaking my heart if you think of breaking breaking my heart i will break your heart and then you will not see the pieces so <laughs> <laughs> so i was that serious about life and was focused on god and myself and then helping the girl child and the ladies so i now came up with okay since they, they come to my dm and tell me so many things you know and like okay i want you people to be more I want you to, you're not just a woman. There's more inside of you. You are enough. You are more. So I want you to become the best version of yourself. And so I set up this um, competition. And one of the topics was um, marriage is not the end. It's a, something like the means. I've forgotten the competition. It's, it's far back. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was an essay on how to become a, a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Another essay on how the women can be um, involved in um can lead the organization mm-hmm. it was also an essay on um girls not really putting their head into marriage like you want to just marry that's all you want in life you don't mm-hmm. want to do any other thing so they, they had to it helped them to go research mm-hmm. they read expand their knowledge they learned a lot during because your essay needs to make sense yes and so during them trying to make a very concrete and constructive and more interesting essay they read and they're learning and they learned yes and they realize that this marriage of a thing yeah it's just part of life it's not your whole life as right. a woman there's more you can do for your society mm. there's more you can do for yourself so that essay helped them put their toe you know you know them reading they were reading and writing they were putting their head down and then they were posting it's in my page like uh-huh. a lot a lot of 35 people even people okay i think i had macho girls Mature girls of 30 wow. writing this essay. So it, my joy was they went back to the, the, the test book. They went back to the internet. They went back to read. So as they were reading to know how a woman can become better, they learned. Mm. Apart from the prize that was attached to you, they learned. And they competed. Wow. You know, the competition where you don't sleep, you're praying, God, I want to win. Yes. I was bringing people, come and vote for me. Right. So it, it kept them on their toe. They're not thinking of man, you know. That, That's <laughs> they're, good. They're focused. Yeah, they're focused. Yeah. They want to win. Yeah. And three people came up and then they won. The criteria was the number of votes, your mm-hmm. essay, your punctuation, paying attention to punctuation marks, yeah. your your grammar construction and everything. So it made them to to go and to go back to their English yeah. vocabulary and their yeah. alphabets, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first thing I did. So um when I did that essay, I told myself, I think these people are they need more help. Yeah. That's how the NGO started. Wow. Yeah. So talk to me about 
funding. I mean, you've done all these projects. You're young. Mm. You're a young woman yourself. Mm. You are a leader among your peers and you have this idea to, you know, to raise up young women and empower young women to not just look for marriage as the end goal and and to realize that they can lead in companies and to also be, have sanitary napkins and be clean and be able to focus in school. You have all these visions how did you begin to create the resources to do this? I mean, you even mentioned you gave out textbooks. Like, yes. Like, where did all this come from? You ha- you're a young woman. You have a great idea. And then what? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll start by saying passion. Uh-huh. Something about passion. If you have passion for something, you can actually achieve that thing. Mm. If you set your heart to. Now, I had passion to help the young girls and I had God. Mm. I pray a lot and I believe in the efficacy of prayers mm-hmm. because I've seen God doing a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. So when I tell him, do this, I, I talk to God. We discuss like, I say, okay, God, come and sit down. This chair is for you. Let's talk. <laughs> so I, I told him, okay, I want to do this thing and I need your support. And I'm, I'm also a volunteer, uh-huh. a, a serial volunteer, a volunteer for events. Mm-hmm. So I, um, when I was in, when I left secondary school, I volunteer for Red Cross. Uh-huh. So I work with the Red Cross, distributed nets. I'll go into villages, distribute nets for people, you know, HIV, um, HIV um, talk show, drama. Uh-huh. I was involved in the drama team. Uh-huh. And like, I just saw some people gathering somewhere and I'm like, okay, what are you people doing? We need people to act drama on HIV. I said, I can do it. Pam, that was I started. So I was just involved in social activity, yes. social impact, without knowing that, okay, it's like, you. this is NGO stuff. I did not know anything about NGO. Right. I just knew supporting people, helping people in the way. I didn't, ha- I didn't have the money. Right. So now when I came into Abuja and then I started the competition stuff online, it was virtual. Mm-hmm. Okay, I said, I want to go to schools. I want to reach out to school girls in rural areas. Okay. Now, I'm not going to the big schools where they, they appear they have money. No, right, they I'm have not. It, I'm going to the interior villages. Okay. One of the villages I went to, it, it is a village inside village. Like, it's a village. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> no, but when I saw us, like, they were so happy. Like, I'll, I'll show you the video. Oh, okay. The school, yeah. Yeah. They were so happy. Like, even the teachers were happy. Well. The teachers were like, please come and empower us. Mm-hmm. I can remember one woman telling me, please, if you have any opportunity empower me i want to do something with my life now the passion was there and then how did i raise fun i am someone that is convincing now someone told me you can make a, one of my friends in the u.s he said you can make a, a normal man to buy your walking stick someone that is walking normal i can make him to buy walking stick and start leaping that uh-huh. is because of the way i sell uh, all right it's because i've been selling from childhood you're very convincing so i, I am convincing <laughs> So another person said, you can make me buy a drugs when I'm not sick. Yeah. So I am convincing. And if I put anything on the social media platform, yeah. people believe so much in me mm-hmm. because at least there's integrity there. Yeah. And there's hard work and there's passion. And so when I put this, I want to do this stuff. I need people to support. Mm-hmm. So they support me, even not much. People that people that believe in me, they send one thousand naira, mm-hmm. five hundred naira. I want to buy part for two girls. Two two part is okay, one thousand. So they sent 1000 to me. I want to buy a part for five girls. They sent 5000 So that's how I was getting donations. Mm-hmm. And then my own personal money too. Uh-huh. Okay, I told myself, okay, I want to buy a part for 20 girls. So I'll put in my money and then bring all of it together. Mm-hmm. And I talk about textbook. I, 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 when I volunteered for YPF, mm-hmm. I, I, how did I even start? I, I, I was in church one day mm-hmm. and they announced. I walked up to someone. I told the person, I would like to volunteer. Let me just come and clean seat. That was how I came into YPF because mm-hmm. I'm new to Abuja. So mm-hmm. I did not know anybody like mm-hmm. Pastor Jim. I didn't know anybody, but I wanted to help. Yeah. So that's how I came in. And then I were in the process of coming in. 
They now saw me like, okay, you're a volunteer, you help in this unit. I said, all right, fine. And then one man, Pastor Isaac Aldo, he said, what do you do? So when I told him that I, 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 I own an NGO, though it's not registered, but it's about it's going out there, reaching out to young girls. He said, okay, I told him I'm going, I'm going for an um, outreach. I needed money from him. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him I needed money. But I said, I sent him the flyer, sir, I am going out for an um, outreach. And um, this is a flyer. That's all I said. But I've prayed. You know, I said, okay, that's fine. I'll donate 400 books. I said, okay, thank you. Test book. He drove all the way from wherever he was with the test book. He's the CEO of that company. Wow. He's an edupreneur. He writes book that is almost all over few states in Nigeria. Wow. And the government is aware of the book. He drove, he, that is the CEO, drove and brought the book to me in wow. one of the, in my village wow. <laughs> where I stay. Wow. And he supported me. And someone else from, um, I think, any good state or so, saw the flyer. He, he reached out to me and said he was going to donate 600 books. Yeah. So he sent in 600. He will build 600 books from wherever it, he is. I think he knew go also to Abuja for free. Wow. And so that was how I got, I, I got fund, funds for the outreach. People, um, individual donors yeah. come in. And then my team too, my team members. I have strong five girls that are very supportive. They, are, they, they like the vision. I am the owner of the vision. But I make it very plain uh-huh. so they understand where i'm coming from sure and they understand where we are going to and so when there's a program they put your head in it and make sure it works so that's how we get funding and yeah wow <laughs> so what kind of dreams do you have for the women initiative what are the next steps what are you hoping and planning for where do you see this uh project this initiative going a lot in my mind uh-huh. a lot <laughs> but i really want to put it and hold to the girl child i want to go forward to reaching out to women in rural areas mm-hmm. i know a lot of them struggling like struggling you know struggling when i see them i'm like oh god please you know just help me so i want to support women because they're, they're going through a lot now that things are very expensive and my business is not moving so i want to empower them with um money funds to help them boost their business and gain grounds because sincerely speaking women in villages and rural areas are going through a lot and most of them are willing to um grow mm-hmm. if they support women just need support yeah. empowerment because mm-hmm. they can do anything yeah. you know a woman within farming mm-hmm. and carrying a child on her back with pregnancy in front carrying um sachet water on the head selling one hot afternoon yeah and you're like why are you doing this if i don't do it how will i eat how will the family right. feed especially when they have lazy men as husband yeah so you know my observation is that women in africa in general really women in general <laughs> as humans we have a high pain tolerance we are strong we carry huge burdens and often don't we have to do 10 times more things just to do the basics of somebody else you know um by the time we're at work we've already fed the kids sent the kids to school ironed cleaned the house fetched the water all done all the things right and um and women are just so highly capable even looking at childbirth i mean i remember after i had my first child feeling like 
there are superheroes walking around this earth and why is nobody talking about it? Like this ability to birth a child is superhuman. (laughs) It is crazy that people even live through this, you know? And so to see that, and like you're saying, to see women carrying water on their heads, pregnant in the front with the baby on back, you know, plowing the fields and doing all the things. I know there's people that you know, have a job during the day and then they go to the farm at night and then they go home to feed their kids. I mean, it's just incredible. And I know with international economic development, we always say that if you give a dollar to someone to help, if you give it to a woman, it's going to go farther. And statistically, they found that if you give a dollar to a poor woman versus a poor man, nine times out of 10, men will use it for cigarettes and beer. Mm -hmm. But 10 times out of 10, women use it for food and education. And when that dollar's gone, they start spreading it amongst the neighbor kids. And so if you're economically going to have your biggest return on investment, you're going to give a dollar to a woman Mm -hmm. uh, because not only is she poor, but she's the poorest of poor. And she is going to responsibly make that dollar uh, benefit more people and have a higher social impact. So Peace, talk to me about, you mentioned you really want to help women in the villages have kind of startup capital to begin creating businesses and helping themselves. Like they already know how to make money. They're hardworking. They have skills that are incredible, but they just don't have the empowerment. Talk to me a little bit more about what do you think would change in society if more of these women were able to start businesses and grow those businesses to the point to where they're able to hire people to work for them? How do you think that would change things for the girl child and change things for society if if those goals were met? Okay. They said, if you empower the man, you've empowered the man. Uh-huh. But if you empower a woman, you're empowering a whole nation. Wow. And so um, if women are being empowered or supported, it, it expands. They will empower another woman, uh-huh. their neighbor. Like, how did you do it? Okay, let me show you how to do it. Uh-huh. Women have this soft mind mm-hmm. to help others. Mm-hmm. And then it will boil down to their children. Mm-hmm. Because if the mother have money, is is the mother is bothered about the girl child and sanitary parts mm-hmm. and monthly... Um, monthly cereals or whatever uh-huh. you understand now if a woman is being empowered there's this hundred percent possibility that that woman life will change mm-hmm. her children the the girl will not feel um i need a man in my life mm-hmm. at the age of 12 because the mother will be able to afford sanitary part for her right the food the textbooks because women care more about their children right now i have a a, a friend She's not like a friend because she's mm-hmm. way younger than me. Now, she told her that I want to go to school. Okay, I've got an admission and we are resuming this September. Uh-huh. The dad said, okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. That's fine, that's fine. Till the day they, they almost ended their registration, the man did not provide anything for the girl. Mm-hmm. It was the mother. Mm-hmm. that she, From the day she had the, the child has gotten an admission, she was saving. Wow. She started saving for the girl. And then even had to take loan. She isn't even working. Wow. But she had to sell charcoal. So if a woman like that is being empowered, it will bring positive um, impact to the society. Right. To the children. Because if the family is right, the society will be right. Right. Now, if the family is is not right, things are going somehow. You see child marriage, mm-hmm. child um, 
pregnancy. Right. Because money is not coming. She doesn't have money for sanitary pad. She doesn't have money. The boy will tell the girl, okay, you don't have money for sanitary pad. Uh, let me, if you, if you get pregnant, you will not see menses. Mm. Okay, well, wow, I will not see menses, right? Okay, let me just get pregnant. Wow. Mentality, you understand. Right. So empowering the woman in this generation, in Africa, in Nigeria, is the best decision anybody can do. Wow. Because it will affect the, the, the family, it will affect the community. So if one woman is empowered, she will shine the light to other women. I remember my aunt, she sells Gary. And when she started it, she travels to another state. And then when the business was growing, she had to tell um, another woman, my other aunt, okay, this is blooming. Come and do it. She started, another started. So if a woman is empowered and her business is growing well, she will bring other people. And it it, it will be going around. And before you know, the community is growing. Wow. Yes. So empowering women is one of the best things the government and individual can do. Yes, <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I think I am a firm believer in, I don't know when the next election is, but I'm voting for peace <laughs> for president of Nigeria. Oh. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been watching other nations and you see like Liberia has, you know, they had Ellen Johnson Sirleaf and there's so many incredible presidents that were women, mm-hmm. women. So I, I think you got my vote and, um, and I'm just so excited about the work you're doing and to continue partnering with you. Um, if somebody here is listening and they're like, man, I've just fallen in love with what peace is doing. Um, what are, what are, what are some things or some ways that they can, um, they can partner with you or what are your biggest needs, um, at the woman initiative? One of the needs are, um, huge partnership, you know, I need funding for women to help start up their businesses, to help grow their business. You know, most of them are into business already, but lack of funds are making them go around the table like, okay, they have 1,000 today and they're making one five and they will take the, one, the 500 naira home and buy food stuff. And so their business is not growing. And so we need um, support funds for women in rural areas where we can help their businesses grow establish their businesses empower them and then help them grow also we need a um, scholarship for schools dropouts for girls that are out of school because of funds you know things are quite expensive now people can parents can really afford um good schools for them now the schools that are going to the, the government primary schools and secondary schools that are supposed to be free are not actually free and so i remember one of those days i was coming back from somewhere they, they drove the children in primary school out their school fees is 300 naira just wow. 300 but the people cannot pay 300 naira right and so the teacher said come go back look at you your parent cannot afford just 300 naira the child told the, the auntie the teacher ma 300 naira is not common. 300 naira. You know, people cannot afford as low as 300 naira. And you have school dropout. Now, if I have the way to um, support these girls through scholarship, you know, it would be something very big yeah. for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, 300 naira, for those who are listening and they're uh, on the U.S. dollar system, 300 naira is less than one U.S. Yes, dollar. It's, it's roughly, the currency exchange right now is roughly 500 naira to one dollar. So there are kids that are actually losing out on education because they have less than one dollar. Um, Peace, can you just expand a little bit about um, what are 
what do, what would you estimate a woman in a village would need for uh, funding to start a small business and grow that business? Uh, like, what would it cost someone to sponsor one woman in a village to to kind of get her business to that next level? Depending on the business, you know, okay. it depends. There are different businesses for as low as hundred thousand naira. So that's me, 200 US dollars. Yeah. Uh-huh. A woman can grow a very big business. Wow. Yes. A very big business with just 100,000 naira. Okay. It depends on the business though. But I think the least a woman should be empowered with should be 50,000 mm-hmm. and 100,000 naira. Right. From there. And then be monitored. It's not about just giving them the money though. Mm-hmm. We need to give them business education. Teach mm-hmm. them on how to manage funds and how to grow a business. So that when they get this money, they can grow exactly yeah that's good so as low as a hundred to two hundred dollars and then you couple that with business education to help them not only know that you know that they need to grow their business but how to manage that money and what are the next steps to growing that business that's amazing so if anybody's listening and you're like i would really love to do that and you're trying to figure out how to connect with peace you can find her on instagram or you can um you can give to the leader team as well and we can make sure that funding gets to her um but it sounds like you know as of today if we want we can sponsor girls for sanitary napkins we can sponsor um you know uh grants for uh startups for women in the village and we can also um give scholarships to kids to get back into school girl children to get back into school I love the work you're doing, Peace, and you're inspiring to me, and I'm so excited to continue our partnership, and hopefully we'll have you on here again, and um, we'll continue to work together, and I'm just excited about the work you're doing and that you have taken your story and you've turned it around to, like you said, you know, you've taken those stones and you built an empire. In America, we say, when someone gives you lemons, make lemonade, Mm -hmm. you know, and um and it's awesome to see people doing that right here in their own culture, in their own world, in their own life. And we're just so honored to know you uh, and so honored to do life with you in this journey with you. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for gracing us with your presence, my dear. Thank you. I am honored to be here. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Wasn't that incredible? I love peace and the work that she's doing with the women initiative and I'm so glad that I was able to introduce her to you today and um, I just want to tell you that our family's doing a little bit of traveling over the next couple weeks and I have tried in my best attempts to be the best content creator possible but what I have learned about myself is that I create content when I feel like I have something to say. And I'm not great at creating content just to create content. So at times, you'll hear from me on a weekly basis. And sometimes you'll hear from me sporadically. But what I can guarantee you is that you're going to get quality and you're going to get content that you're going to love. So thank you for joining us today, even though it's been a couple of weeks since we connected. And stay tuned. Uh, We'll have another uh, podcast episode very soon. If you are one of the ones that have been asking us how you can donate and where you can do that, 
Don't worry, you haven't missed out. We actually haven't launched our website yet for the leader team, and we just got our EIN number from the IRS this week. So stay tuned. We'll give you all that information shortly. We love you guys. If there is topics that you want to hear about or things that you'd love to hear from us, please let us know. And I know I promised you last time that I would give you all the juicy details of our favorite things and the culture here in Nigeria, all the experiences, but I've been waiting for my husband to get unbusy, which has been virtually impossible the last few weeks. So I'm just moving forward and uh, I will get him on an episode here very soon. I promise you guys that. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. We'll talk to you soon.